Thanks for tuning in to the Weekly Wrap. My name is Jessica Ramirez. I'm a market analyst at Bell Direct. Well, the Aussie share market rose for the second straight week, climbing 2.8% higher just in the first three trading days of the week. And that follows the 4.7% gain that we had last week. So it's no wonder why people are asking, has the Aussie share market bottomed? Well, if you look at the ASX 200, it hit its bear market lows on the 23rd of March. Since then, it's gained 14%. In the US, their stock market averages are up 20% from their March lows. So global markets are indeed rallying as new COVID-19 cases are slowing, which is great news. But as we've discussed before, volatility is not expected to die down until new corona cases stop and business returns to normal. Remember, we need our services sector to return. That includes retail, hospitality, tourism, sport, financial and property services, etc. As the services sector makes up the bulk of economic income. So until then and until the economy is puffing away, volatility will probably be with us for some time. So what do you think? Is this a bear market rally or the start of a bounce? Well, Goldman Sachs says in 2008 in the GFC, remember there were many rallies, bear market rallies, some of which where the market gained 20% a couple of times. And it happened here in Australia too, but the market didn't hit its bottom until early 2009. So if this economic recession is short and sharp, as expected, Goldman Sachs says, then after that, you can expect the stock markets to quickly recover. Well, JP Morgan says you couldn't expect markets to recover next year. But for many Aussies, they're finding value right now, buying the dip. As we saw, all of the ASX sectors make gains this week, property or rent collectors or REITs, seeing the biggest gains as the government gave more certainty to commercial rent collectors, which is why a shopping mall landlord vicinity centres rose 22%, Westfield landlord centre group rising 17%. Plus, don't forget centre group secured extra funding, also announcing they've got $2.5 billion in bonds. Virgin Money up 22% this week, its first weekly gain in seven weeks. Lisa Bell Potter also upgrading the UK bank as the COVID-19 impact has most likely run its course. Flight Centre up 18% after raising funds, also announcing they're pivoting towards a more corporate online travel business model with less physical stores, which means they should be profitable in the long run. Credit Corp, the debt buying company, up 18%. This is a company that has very low expenses, low debt and ample cash flow. And despite withdrawing their earnings forecast for this year, COVID-19 has not impacted the business materially, which explains why we saw the fund manager Vanguard become a major shareholder in the firm. And now to superannuation. If you're one of the 360,000 Aussies applying to withdraw money from your super as a result of coronavirus, it's not an easy decision to make, taking money out of what may be your biggest asset besides your house. So if you withdraw $10,000 from mid-April to July 1 and $10,000 also after the 1st of July, just be mindful that the market is down 22% this year. So you could be at least losing $4,400 just using a simple math calculation. But if you factor in compounding interest, that markets rise over the long term, plus you're probably going to get dividends in your super, And let's say that you're a 30-year-old with an average superannuation balance. You could be missing out on 
$295,700. And that's according to Vanguard's calculation. So as you can see, as summed up by Albert Einstein, nothing compares to compounding interest. So I urge you just to think about this decision wisely if you are withdrawing money from your super changing pace to dividend traps now some investors are lured in by high dividend yields from years ago but then they don't reevaluate their investments they hold on to them despite the investment and economic environment changing considerably well now ubs is forecasting the big four banks dividends will be cut nab's dividend is forecast to fall 37 percent to a dollar Westpac's to fall 36% to a dollar per share, ANZ's dividend to fall 33% also to a dollar per share. CBA, their dividend likely to fall 17% to $3. But beyond this, UBS has very little confidence in the banking sector, given the very squeezed economic environment. So here are some more stock ideas. I use Direct's strategy builder. I clicked on profitable and undervalued companies with manageable debt. Fortescue Metals came up again. Its dividend yield is 8.8%, but that's tipped to grow given that it had a record half year. Another stock in this class is Ancel, which announced earnings per share will be between $1.20 and $1.22 US cents per share this year. And lastly, remember you need to buy a share before the ex-dividend date so that you're entitled to that upcoming dividend for that period. And that's the day, the ex-dividend date, is the day the dividend right is transferred to the shareholder. So now get out your diaries and let's look at some companies that are going ex-dividend coming up. New Hope Corporation goes ex-dividend on the 20th of April, paying six cents per share. Wham Capital, ex-dividend on the same day, paying 7.75 cents per share and paying that dividend later this month. Washington H. Sol Patterson is going ex-dividend on the 22nd of April, paying 25 cents per share. Thanks so much for your company. I'm Jessica Amir from Bell Direct. Stay safe and happy trading.